They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFCast, tell her I don't want any fancy funerals. Just bury me in the backyard next to the dog. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! hey. BAMFCast. BAMFCast. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 469. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. 469 here. Yeah. That is very nice. We are, yes, we are pro 69. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good, bad movies. Enjoyable, bad movies. They go one to five jocks and robot, robot jocks. Robot jocks. It's good. Yeah. It really? Yeah. That's why we built a rating system. Oh, yeah. 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 However, there are bad, bad movies. as a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags and giant bags of trash. In which they mm. belong. Gross. It's yeah. bad. We so, don't like those movies. So, uh, in case you don't remember... <laughs> We are deep in the middle of... No, no, no. This is a brand new theme month. Is it? Yes. Oh, that's we right. We announced in the beginning it. of... We announced it last week. So right. if you're tuning in from last week, this is a rehash of a joke. But we just came off of Force Majeure. Right. Flowed into Force Majeune. <laughs> yep. Yeah. More Force movies. Yeah. Do you remember in the pre-show banter when I was talking about us running every single joke that we ever do into the ground? Yes. Yes. Not this one. This is brand new. This, this is, is a new joke. joke. We just debuted this joke. <laughs> this is the best joke. <laughs> we debuted this joke four weeks ago, and no. now we're running this Less joke than a week the... ago. This joke is still fresh. This, this joke was unavoidable. Certified fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Um, so we, force month four. For force month the second, <laughs> we have decided to do uh, 1993's Irresistible Force. Yeah. A made-for-TV backdoor pilot movie for a show that never happened. Correct. That was my nickname in college. Yeah. Backdoor pilot TV. movie? Yes. <laughs> Backdoor pilot movie that never happened. Yeah. I understand. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. People just shout that at you in the halls? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't understand right. it. Yeah. Backdoor pilot movie that never happened. <laughs> yes, they, hey! He went to school with Patrick, nothing but Patrick Warburton. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Backdoor pilot uh, movie that never TV. Dave, I don't know. Get over here. Yeah. Um, Warburton Polytechnical. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a plot summary for this. Yes, even yeah. though they're all wrong, but yeah. all right, let's read one. Anyway, okay, it's fun. <laughs> a, a disgruntled retiring cop and his new butt-kicking female partner must take on a well-armed terrorist group that holds up a mall. Thank you for That's, that edit. I, I fixed it with <laughs> one word. Yes, because all this is all the descriptions say supermarket. <laughs> uh, what? Which is not even close to true. No, it is not. No. Although that would be a fun movie. Why would you take a supermarket hostage? I don't know. Ask the guy from the beginning of Cobra. Hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He did. Yeah. 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 I've wanted to write that movie for years, actually. Cobra? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Die Dire in a supermarket. Like, I've had that literally in my head for 20-something years. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. put it on paper. Okay. Yeah, we'll film it. it. Yeah, All right. We'll down. do it in a weekend. Yeah, Break into it, a Winn-Dixie. Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. Um, who's in this movie? People. People? Thanks. We got a list? Yeah. Mm, we do. We Anyone? Do. Uh... Almost there. Okay. Irresistible Force from 1993 stars uh, um, it, uh, directed by uh-huh. Kevin Hooks. Right. Um, 
from Black Dog. Yes, he directed Black Dog. Wow, that he was also a directed long time ago. Passenger Fifty Seven. Oh, uh, okay. I see. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, you could have just written Passenger Fifty Seven. Not a bad cast movie. Um, well, then why are you mentioning it? Shut up. Because it's a notable film. Mm-hmm. We quote that movie once or twice a week, <laughs> at least. Uh, it also stars. Well, it stars Stacy Keach from Class of nineteen ninety nine and the extra movie Gray Lady Down. Mm-hmm. That movie comes up a lot. That that movie, is there a cast of thousands in Gray Lady Down? That is like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon's center point of how you get from one person i mean that yeah it's a Mm. cast of a lot of people Mm -hmm. and stacy keach is the linchpin i assume one of yeah yeah um also stars bamfcast favorite cynthia rothrock from undefeatable honor and glory china o'brien martial law fast getaway and probably 10 others before we all die old age and hopefully not nuclear holocaust additionally christopher neem from license to kill honorary bamfcast yes And uh, Paul Winfield from Trouble Man and Original Gangsters. Mm-hmm. Man. Trouble and, Man. And like a billion different roles on Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. Any Star Trek you've got, Mr. Paul Winfield will show up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is, like we said, a TV movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, Complete with commercial fade-out breaks. Yes. Those are always nice. One or two come at really weird times, like mid-action sequence. Yeah. It's yeah. strange. You know, Most like, of them are like, oh, like someone will say something. It's like, oh, here comes the commercial, and there's the feed. Yeah. But. Also, it was filmed entirely in Australia. Oh. Where but, were the, where were the Ixens? No Ixens. <laughs> no Ixens. They shipped in a bunch of Americans. Yeah, but they had some BMX bikes. <laughs> there was they a did. whole store of BMX there bikes. Was where, BMX where were the BMX? And then they stole them. They, be- they were BMX. <laughs> they were BMX. No, they didn't steal a BMX oh, bike. That's they true. stole they a dirt bike. Uh, Motorcycle. <laughs> Wow. I love when Chuck does accents. It's always fun to guess what planet they're from. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know. (laughs) We can't all be masters of dialect like us. I just want to be as funny as you guys. You are a funny motherfucker, Chuck. Yay. Anyway, you're all right. But yeah, this movie yeah. opens with uh well first there's a kidnapping, a brief kidnapping scene. Of a kid. Of a kid, yeah. It's an actual <laughs> kidnapping. A kid gets naps. <laughs> but yeah, he's just he's talking with a friend on the phone playing a Game Boy game. Like an that original he Game stole. Boy game. Yeah, he stole. He stole it. So he describes himself or someone describes him as a mall rat. Was mall rat meant to mean you steal from malls? I thought it just no. meant like you hang around in malls. It- yeah. It did. Generally a ne'er do well. Mm-hmm. Is it? All right. Yeah. Just a loiterer. Yes. But I guess also possibly a thief. Yes, a loiterer. A bandit, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Bandit. Um Do you want to talk about this kid for a second? Sure. He uh, has a... Yeah, because we discovered this kid has a resume. <laughs> he does. Uh he's in a lot of Tarantino movies for for one. Also, he wrote Scott Pilgrim and Twenty One Jump Street. And twenty two Jump Street? Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's weird. Hey, good on him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He had a little minor like acting a career that, that he turned into, hey, I'm going to write some some movies that people are going to really like. He's still acting in things yeah. as well, so yeah. good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Scott Pilgrim is among our favorite movies. Um, yeah. So, hey, mm-hmm. good for you, kid, whose name I forgot. Um, Michael Bacall. Yes. Yeah. Michael Bacall. Any relation to... That Bacall Lauren of the Lauren Friday. All right. No, uh, his, his, no, he changed first his name, name was Bucarella or something like that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so he gets kidnapped. He gets kidnapped by and... ger- vaguely German man. Yeah, it's weird. Like he's the, just the, like 
We got your kid, dad. Yeah, because like they don't like sneak in and kidnap him. Like he starts screaming for his dad. His dad comes out and kind of gets grabbed, and they're just like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna call you, and you're gonna do a thing. So bye." Yeah. And mm-hmm. and then it's like, "You stay here and shut up, dad." And then we'll we be in touch. With Stacy Keach uh, fell asleep on the couch. All his kids and wife wake him up, and he gets uh, his wife as a nurse and pulls some stitches out from a, a gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. He's because the day he gets his stitches out. Yeah. He's going back to work. Yes, he's he's been whatever on he's been on hiatus? medical leave. Leave, yeah. sure, yeah, whatever the word is, mm-hmm. yeah. And his wife is like, "Please, but, yeah, don't try, get shot anymore." Try and he's to get like, shot because you're going to retire soon. And he's like, "I got a plan. Don't worry about this. I got this." And so he he goes to work and talks to the chief, who is Paul Winfield, mm-hmm. and he basically tells Paul Winfield. Need a new partner. Give me a new partner. And he's like, all right, we got a bunch of young hot guys. Get you one. <laughs> yes, he does not say that. No. Yeah, they got hot cops. We'll pair you with a hot cop. And he's like, no, I want a lady. Yeah, I've done research. There's statistics. They don't fight as much, and they're not ones to get shot. And Paul Winfield's like, yeah, but you're the one who goes charging in guns blazing. It doesn't matter who your partner is. He's like, fine. All right. I got I got the perfect person. Yeah. She, uh. She missed passing her police exam by like one credit. Yeah. So uh you said one unit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, you know, you go check her out and <laughs> that's <Yeah>. accurate. <laughs> it just was funny. To one me. unit short. Yeah. So go check her out and if you sign off on her, I'll I'll give her a badge anyway and yeah. she's your partner. Yep. So of he, course it's Cynthia Rothrock. So mm-hmm. he drives up and meets her and they banter for a bit and it's mostly like him being old and being like, ah, ladies. Yeah, but, like hunter-gatherer stuff and that. Not really in a gross way, though. Just in kind of a, like, you Very know, outdated uh, way. you ladies are, are more of nurturing and, you you know, you're good at, like, forensics and stuff. And, you know, he's not he's not being like, get in the kitchen, lady. He's but, just mm, like, you have a certain set of skills. The, it's not as gross as it could right, be. Right, yes. The, 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 the real takeaway is that the, the unit that she failed was, uh, like, hostage negotiation right. and, you know, terrorism tactics or whatever. Yes. That's what she failed. And he's like, oh, well, that's actually good because, you know, I don't want to get into that kind of shit, so you're perfect. Yeah. Let's do this. And they're having coffee and they yeah. get a call on the radio. It's like, there's a 521 in progress at the car dealership. Go. Mm-hmm. So it's some anti-car lot. It's it's never most things in a movie aren't explained. It's just like, yes, well, there are terrorists trying to take over uh, steal antique cars from this like, col- you know, collectible car place More yeah. money. Who knows? No, He was like, give me the keys. Yeah. Like they want the, oh, they wanted right. a car want or something. Give me this this so, 1920s Bonnie and Clyde movie. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was, a, you know, it was a reported attempted attempted robbery or, you know, kidnapping or hijacking or whatever the fuck it is a mm-hmm. hostage situation. And mm-hmm. so they get up and they're like, yep, really is. There's guys with, you know, pantyhose on their face and guns and yes they have hostages and they're like cool well hold your position we'll send in the SWAT team yeah and she's like they're gonna kill that yeah. poor man well, he's like got the the place's manager on his knees like gun pointed to his head she's like I gotta go now and yeah. she's like I'll use the woman card and they won't suspect I'm a cop you mm-hmm. know you walk in there they're gonna go cop you're Stacey Keach you're always a cop yeah um and so yeah she just walks in like hey can I get a car and <laughs> you know the guy immediately yanks the panties that was off his head is like yes ma'am right this way yeah <laughs> Check out the back seat. <laughs> and then she goes, you first. Kick, kick, yep. kick, punch. You know, mm-hmm. it's all in the mind. It's yep. all in the mind. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah, it mostly disarms them all, except like one guy was like around the corner or something and comes out and is like, hey. And then like it starts an actual like gunshot thing. Mm-hmm. So Stacy Keach has to, of course, run in there and like. I believe Stacy Keach murders one of them. Yeah, yes. he shoots the yeah, guy who like, came around the corner. Her. But like the main guy that like, you know, she just kicked got up and got in the car 
apparently found the keys somewhere and is about to drive out the main window. And for whatever reason, Stacy Keach is like, I have a gun, but I'm going to TJ Hooker the front of this car. I'm through, glad you made that through, reference. <laughs> through the plate glass window. And yep. it's just like, why? Like, mm-hmm. what What do you expect to accomplish? But somehow it works. It works, <laughs> it works because they, they crash through the window. He's completely unscathed. And it managed to knock out the uh, the windshield, too. So he's just like gun in his face. It's like, if you don't stop, I'll murder you. And the guy's like, okay, I'll stop. Yep. And while they're wrapping up all of this, you know, he notices like the guy has this Cobra tattoo on his arm. Yeah. It, that doesn't come up right away. But of course, they get back to the office. And they're like, and Paul Winfield's like, the fuck are you thinking? Except TV movie. Like, <laughs> the heck what are the you fornicate thinking? are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. What the frack? And uh, listen, lady, you're never going to be a cop. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. You're almost a he- loose cannon. She got suspended, even though she wasn't a cop yet. Yeah, right. And then she got thrown off the force, of which she did not work. And then basically he said, like, hey, don't you think you're being a little hard? He's like, oh, really? You think? And he's like, give me your badge, too. Yeah. You also get out of here. And he's like, I've been back 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, But he goes and turns in his badge. Well, well, because he also starts to know, like, he's like, it was the white snakes or cobras. White cobras. White cobras. Yeah. And he's like, don't start that bullshit again. He's yeah. like, it was. The dude had a tattoo. They all like were part of this gang. Like, tattoos, like, schmattoos. Yeah, yeah, There's no such been, thing. Get yeah, out of here. Tattoos don't <laughs> exist. And so they, you know, they're gonna they're going to accept their suspension and they get in the car and he's like, Ah, you don't have anywhere to go, right? And she's like, No, not really. <laughs> like you you don't want to be alone or whatever. He's like, Why don't you come to dinner at my house? And she, you know, she's like Your wife's you gonna be mad. Yeah, he's like yeah, she says, like, you should probably get, get a gift. And she's yeah. like, yeah, but you're going to help me pick out. And, and all through, like, the first 15 minutes of this movie, they've been talking about how all the cops are at the grand opening of the mall. Mm-hmm. They just have to go to the grand opening of the mall. So yeah. that's where all the cops are. And Paul Winfield's getting on a plane. He's, get, he's getting the fuck out of town. Well, he's getting on a plane <laughs> for some reason. It's now, I don't think it's even said. Like, he's going on vacation. Okay, sure. Yeah. But so, like, he's on a plane, so he's out of the movie until the very end, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other cops are over there. So they're, of course, going to run to this mall to yes. pick up whatever gift. Yeah. And they're having the craziest fucking ceremony for a mall opening. The governor, the mayor. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> and, like, I think they said, like, a senator and a... And two congressmen. Yeah. yeah. And we're... the entire city council. Yeah. Well, and the speech the mayor gives about this mall, you would think, like... It's like it's you not just a football walk stadium, in and and like it gives orgasms. Yeah, it like just like everything about this mall is the best and the greatest accomplishment mankind has ever experienced. Yes, we went to space, and yeah. the result was this mall. Yeah, <laughs> human ingenuity has never been more elite than My it is. My God, it's full of stores. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So he is just jizzing all over the crowd about this just mm-hmm. like can you believe it and here's the man who got the permits and here's the man who yeah. did construction I'm so glad I'm in a mall so I can change my shorts it, yeah he is ju- he is fucking just out of his mind excited and the crowd is pretty much like yeah this is the greatest mm. achievement we- our town has ever seen which N- is never named there's a name on the mall of it no one There's, ever yeah. on the out wall outside but it's all cg and it's mm-hmm. all 1993 cg like even the flags mm-hmm. and it looks like shit yeah <laughs> it's like it's sega cg era bullshit it's like a heavenly path mall or yeah. something like that yeah it's something lame um but yeah so, they they come up to a cop and it's like what the fuck are you doing here like you know oh yeah they meet the, this dude named nash who is just it, is it the SWAT team guy that was yeah. there? Okay, I yeah. thought it was a different guy who was giving him yeah. shit first. Stacy Keach sees a guy and he's like, he's like, I know that guy. He's a he's a white. Well, it's before Cobra. That's after they get in the ball because like first they come up and like oh, right, right, right. they're like there's there's people who aren't good enough to get in to watch this 
press conference where they're jizzing all over the mall. Yeah. But like they're like, ah, whatever, go ahead, you know, sneak around and we'll send the store clerks in after they finish the speech or whatever. Right. It's the like, store clerks can't be in there for yeah. this. I, it's it's so dumb. It's like <laughs> it's like it's this hoity toity event for a fucking mall. There's twelve people being held outside, mm-hmm. not allowed to go in to see the mayor give his fucking jizz speech about the mall. <laughs> and they all like these people as they like cross the police line, all these people are looking at them like, hey, yeah. <laughs> They're going to get the $50 TVs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why do they get to go yeah. in first? They'll be the first ones to lay in the craftmatic beds. <laughs> yeah. But so they get to go in and, you know, just kind of are like walking their way through the crowd. And yes, he sees a, a security guard and a waiter because mm-hmm. this whole thing is like catered too and fancy. And he's like, yeah. that's one of the white cobras. I, I arrested him many years ago. It's mm-hmm. like, and it's just you follow him and I'll follow him and we'll see what happens. Right. And, uh, she disappears into the bowels of the mall. Yeah. And he takes like a step and then like gnashes in his face. Like, what well, the not, fuck are you doing? Not after, like, I, I appreciate the movie actually called him on this because like he's he's passing through the crowd and there's one like older oh, blonde lady yeah. and he just like takes her and goes like out of the way <laughs> yes. and like keeps on going. And then like that that dude pops up and is like, what the fuck? That's why I don't think it was the, the SWAT guy outside. I yeah, think, you're right. I think outside, guy, it was I think outside guy. guy was just like, what are you doing here? You yeah. don't have your badge anymore. I don't know how this word traveled this fast, but yeah, like they actually radioed to the Well, I mean, they radioed the mall, <laughs> the people at the mall like, hey, uh, he's on suspension. Yeah. So if you see Stacy Keach, yeah. he ain't a cop anymore. Yeah. They, but got a, no, they got a page. So SWAT, it's, it's SWAT commander guy like catches him like after he's pushed this lady out of the way. And he's just like, the fuck are you doing here? And also you just stiff armed to the mayor's wife. Like, get out of here mm-hmm. and basically just escorts him out yeah so she you know Cynthia Rothrock's off following this uh security guard and he's been let outside he's outside and they go to introduce I guess the head of security head of the mall or I think it was like the head of the mall like the mall manager or whatever to give a speech and and, and it's not the guy and it's the guy that did the kidnapping from the first scene mm-hmm. and he steps up and he's just like well you know if the security guy was here he would show you that this place is awesome and this little remote control I can press this button and he does and all of the steel doors come down and it's like you know look how secure this place is it's an is. impenetrable fortress which like the fuck why yeah i understand that you think this mall is fucking fort knox but it ain't <laughs> yeah your cg mall is but, empty uh, now of course now he has just created a way to like you know lock the doors or yes. he, he makes some joke about it, like this is going to be a gas or something like that and then well like, he makes that joke when they wheel out the cake that's true they he's like oh yeah i heard it's the mayor's birthday and yeah. we brought you a surprise and they bring out like the big stripper cake and like i it kind of sort of happens like what i wanted to happen but not exactly like i was just like one of his goons is going to pop out of that cake and just start shooting mm-hmm. but no it's a lady and she does a dumb weird dance thing and she's then, got her back to the camera yeah, too and this she's, makes no, no sense. no it doesn't because there are people on the other side watching her and all giving this look like the fuck mm-hmm. but she's dancing and doing this hand thing and then whips around and has a gas mask on mm-hmm. and then like throws gas a couple tear gas tear gas cans yeah. Canisters around. yeah. She also has a that, gun. Yeah, I just yeah. love that nobody in the audience reacted to a woman wearing a gas mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With anything other than, huh. They're like, well, it's a dancing lady. Maybe this <laughs> is the theme of some... I don't know. But yeah, they all get gassed. And we never see that lady again. Nope. No. Nope. She was not completely part of this plan, no. I guess. I don't know. Now, she, we get... She had a gun, though. She was part of that plan. I, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, she had like a weird back tattoo, which like coincides with this whole thing where like... Paul Winfield was like very upset at the idea of his son getting a tattoo. Yeah. Based on Stacey Keach's son being a bad influence. Yes. So it was just like, do not let him end up looking like wallpaper. And I was like, okay, whoever made this movie was like very anti-tattoo because they they gave the bad lady and the bad people <laughs> tattoos. Yes. You know. Um, 
shortly before they went to the mall, Stacy Keach explained the whole white cobra thing. Yeah. The white cobras were a, a white supremacist group. I think that's he explains it to her when like when he's like, you need to go follow him. I think it was like a very okay. quick like. Yeah, before this went down, it was just like, that guy's a white cobra. The white cobras were white supremacists. Their leader disappeared, and yeah. we thought they broke up. Not just I that, never thought they that. They were like doomsday preppers and crap, too. Yeah. You know, like survivalists. And yeah. Bullshit. So they are, t- but like, none of this is relevant in any way. Nope. Nope. Like, the fact that they are supposed to be white supremacists, one, never matters because there's nothing in this town but white people. And Paul Winfield. Uh, right. Well, he left. left. Yeah. <laughs> Who left to go to Denver? <clears throat> right, I, I just to be amongst his other white people. <laughs> well, he didn't go to Vail. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I well, just, it's just, it's from a time where, hey, guess what? If you're a white supremacist, you're a bad person, and everyone realizes that that's what that's code for. Yeah, you didn't need not the twenty motivation nineteen, where it's like, oh well, you got to give them a listen. Both they sides. might be able. To- they might have ideas. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. This was back in a time where it was like, no, if you're a white supremacist, you're a piece of shit. Yep. And so they didn't really need to do anything else other than like, okay, okay, now we know they're bad guys. Yep. Yeah, we did kind of take that for road, road like yeah. a long time. Yes. Yeah, it was we real did. easy. What the yeah. fuck happened? It was real easy. I don't know. God was, damn it. <laughs> it was real easy to point to a guy. That's a white supremacist. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Not give them their own fucking talk show. <laughs> anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's okay. We just felt like this movie maybe needed a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering the time in which we live. <laughs> right. But yeah, but it's a TV movie, so sure, even still. Yeah. But yeah, but it just seems. I mean, they're. It's a strange, extraneous fact that means nothing to the plot of this. I mean, now I can, maybe it was. It was going to mean something. That's later. what I think. Maybe it was going to lead to like, yeah. oh, they're everywhere. Yeah, like, you know, like, like, like later, Paul Winfield could, rolls up his sleeve and he's got a white cobra tattoo. Hail cobra! You know what? Yeah, I mean, he was very anti-tattoo. Mm. He was trying to throw Stacy Keach off the trail. I was just figuring he was going to get kidnapped by them later, but. Sure. No. Yeah. I know how TV plot twists work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. And then he wakes up and it's all been a, yeah. a dream that a cobra his, had. His yeah. old wife, you know, from the old show. Right. Yeah. And it was all in a snow globe. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. terrorists have taken over the mall. It's diehard time. Right. So Cynthia Rothrock is trapped inside the mall. Stacy Keach is outside the mall. Continually and- trying to get in and or get the SWAT team guy to go in. And they're just like, No. It's too dangerous. Man, like, this SWAT team guy is a huge asshole. God, he is just naysaying the entire time. Like, like Stacy Keach has basically found out that this guy is like, well, you're the highest ranking dude. I, I just realized. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I just realized there's several things that are really wrong with this. Okay, it's that <laughs> first off, they just say white supremacists, and, 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 and we're like, okay, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. that's a bad guy, and then they they never make a point of like. You know, making a big deal about it, but also living in 2019, the idea of cops not wanting to go in and immediately murder everyone right, yeah. is a really foreign idea. <laughs> the cops just <laughs> like, be very like, timid. Especially just... the SWAT guys not being like, well, fuck yeah, yeah. get the tank. <laughs> it was white supremacists that were holding people hostage, so oh, the that's a very like, 2019 mm, thing. They oh, want to true. negotiate. Yeah, that's yeah. my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. That's my partner. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a strange thing. But anyway, yeah. so. Yeah, the the terrorists. They're based. I mean, their whole thing is basically you're going to give us a hundred million dollars and, and release the other white supremacists that are in your jail, which mm-hmm. is probably everybody. See, this is how <laughs> but, I know I've not watched... the members of Asian Dawn. Right, Asian Dawn. <laughs> right, probably no. not. No, not so much. <laughs> uh, this is how I know I've watched Die Hard too many times. Is I keep expecting it, there to be something else. 
like the whole movie i'm like okay so what's the real thing they're after but see that's the thing what's the thing that well, they're actually there going? is an extra layer but we'll get i mean there's another layer it's dumb but it's but there. The, the, they're just looking to get their buddies out of prison and get a hundred yeah. million dollars the, the thing that and this is a tangent and whatever we've talked about this before but the thing about Die Hard is that you watch it and you're like, not only is this the blueprint, this is the perfect version of this. Like no Die Hard ripoff ever up the stakes, maybe executive decision, but anything else is really not done like we need to do Die Hard, but better. It's always just let's just do Die Hard. And no one thinks past that. They're just like terrorists take over some thing. Yeah. And I that's mean, it. most other like, quote unquote, blueprint movies weren't perfect. No. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's really novel for the time. However, I can do better than that. It's pretty much impossible to do better than Die Hard. Yeah, because yeah. Die Hard covered all the bases. Like any like thing that you think of where it's just like, yeah, but what about this? Like, no, actually, Die Hard covered that. Yeah. So no one ever did it better. And they were just like, eh, Die Hard in a hockey rink, Die Hard on a train, whatever. Die Hard, Die Hard. Die Hard in a skyscraper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Die Hard at airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Die Hard in all of New York City. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> die Hard in all of New York. <laughs> die Hard in a vengeance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Die Hard in Russia? I don't, I no, we don't. That, no, that, 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 I don't even know what you That, that never happened. That yeah. never happened. It's a fever dream. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Um, so, yeah. So, Cynthia Rothrock is left to uh, run around in the back for a while. And kick people. Yeah. Uh, well, he, she all right. So before that, she she <laughs> she goes to a before she kicks some people. This is a generic mall, so none of the stores name, but it's a Radio Shack, basically. Sure. She goes there and and procures a walk. First, all right, all right. First, she tries to pick up like a regular phone, and of course, they've cut the phone lines. Yes. And then, <laughs> then she's in the Radio Shack and picks up a cordless phone, and then like is like looks at it like, why can't I make a call? <laughs> and I'm like. Why isn't this phone on the shelf working? Are you sure you only <laughs> failed one class at the police academy? Yeah. Like, I, I know you could do that kick where you get your foot all the way up and kick behind your yeah, head to some other yeah. dude. Have you hit yourself in the face <laughs> while doing that? I just... Yeah, but then she like picks up a radio and it's like, mayday, mayday, and then it goes, batteries. 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 So she eventually gets batteries. I thought that picking up the cordless phone thing was funny. Wrong time. Like, was <laughs> like, it? Who's she doing a joke for? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just yeah. like not that she was doing a joke. I just thought it came sure. off as earnestly funny. Maybe. So yeah. I don't know. It's supposed to be a television show. So. Sure. Yeah. But she eventually radio Stacy Keach, and or or the SWAT guy or whatever. She, she she gets in contact with the people outside. She barges into the traffic radio because because mm-hmm. one of the dudes comes uh, out of the truck is like there's a lady yelling on the traffic mouth lady yes yeah. and he's like uh give me that yeah but eventually <laughs> they're like hey the only way to open the gates like she's like at first they're like go cut the cable or whatever they're like and they're like the night security guys they're like no that's not gonna work the only yeah. way you can open them is from the security room and she's like on it she's also told them that at the south entrance they have set up a grenade launcher mm-hmm. <laughs> which they have yeah <laughs> so don't come in that way but then she uses like, a weird word for it, though. She calls it a grenade cannon. Yes, something. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe that's this what they call is, it in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> a grenade cannon. <laughs> yeah, cannon. But basically, basically, they're <laughs> locked, is. and she's got to she's got to get into the security office. The only yeah. way to open the doors, and and when she opens the doors, send in the SWAT team. Mm-hmm. So you'll know my signal. Her signal is when she opens the door. Right. Yeah, because she goes in there immediately. And she goes in there like they've they've already discovered. I don't know how because that's the thing is like this movie cuts a lot of shortcuts because at some point they have discovered that she's loose in this place. Well, she got she she ran a, by the security center. Yeah, she, and okay. they're like, oh hey, where's that lady? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, like they're all like, find her. Who is she? I don't know. Just just find her. Just get her. So 
she's evaded them a couple times, like by hiding up in the ducks while a couple of guys walk by. But then hiding in ducks. Eventually, she's just like, I'm going to do the lady thing again. And she just walks in like, hey, guys, like, I really just want to surrender. I don't want to get hurt. And they're all like, hey, lady. And then she's Uh like, oh, yeah, I am a lady. Kick. Because like like, one of them comes comes at her with a gun. And so she's like, she flirts with him for half a second, then kicks him in the face. Yep. And takes his gun. Takes his gun and like takes out the other guy and opens the doors. Again, no signal, just doors are open and so like Stacey Keach is like come on let's go and let's go and, and everyone's this, like ah, the SWAT team's like right, that's good I gotta get that authorized I'm only a lieutenant and the captain's in the air he's like the fuck he's like all of your superiors are inside the building fucking go and he's yeah. like yeah, I don't know so he's and just then, like fine I, I, we didn't we didn't mention they've also part of their plan is they have uh, put explosives on random cars throughout the parking lot mm-hmm. because as the SWAT team was initially like before the doors like no, the doors were down yeah, the doors at one point done. they were going to send the SWAT team in and they blew up a car yeah. and so they're all like back 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 you know like we can't go here and so his plan is like he's like we just got to get in a, a vehicle drive for the front door if, and just outrun the explosives get in there and he's like come on let's go I'm driving the car and he's like but expenses and stuff and he's like oh god damn it like, oh, yeah. we don't, who's going to authorize us uh, getting a car <laughs> all messed it up. never really comes up because there's no budget for it but he just he stunts around in a police car for a second pulls up to the car or to the front and somehow they're shooting at him like I think they have like, oh well the doors are open now but yeah. yeah so they're like shooting at him but he just gets out of the car and like ducks around the corner it's like not like he rams the car through the mall or anything it's, no. yeah I thought he was going to drive the car into the mall yeah, I was, but no he doesn't yeah. no um, in a movie, he would drive the car. I'm absolutely, sure. yeah. yeah. Well, they also probably have the SWAT tank, you know, the, the diehard thing, the yes, battering ram. The swank. <laughs> the have a nice day thing on battering ram. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it, so when he was, like, driving in, the, the, the dude, the SWAT dude was like, you know, get back here, I'm in charge. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so now he's just kind of slinking around the back trying well, to the, get in. Well, that, that was actually a really good lie, because he's like... He's like, he's like, come on, guys, let's go. And, he, and the, yeah, the SWAT team guy's like, I thought I was in charge. He goes, I thought you were, too. I guess we all make mistakes. Bye. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some. Yeah, good... they give Stacy Keach a lot of just pithy insults. Well, this guy, general. this guy was digging deep into the core of his soul, too, because he like every little thing he said was just like, dude, that's super personal. Like, yeah. Like, what do you want to go get shot again? It's like, yeah. dude, yes. dude, like first day back after being shot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he was right. <laughs> yeah, when am I tell your wife yeah. who you haven't had sex with for five weeks now? Because you had to sleep on the couch yeah. without a shirt. What am I going to tell her about when you're dead? Yes. See our intro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. This episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he get he so he evades cameras for a little bit, and then he gets to the uh, the garbage chute basically, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What's this?" And he, he, he reversed Star this? Wars. What's this? He gets like the mall manager on the phone and the mall manager's like, uh, hi, over. <laughs> that mall manager is good. I yeah. like this yeah. guy. And Stacey Keach is like, what about this garbage chute? And he's like, yeah, you can get in that way. And he's like, why didn't you tell us about this? He was like, I thought you just wanted normal ways to get in. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. So, yeah, it's when he starts climbing the garbage chute. And the, the SWAT guy's like, hey, what about your wife? And you just need to get out of there. And he's just like, guy, fuck. Just, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. he's climbing this garbage chute for a yeah, while. Yeah, because we cut back to Cynthia Rothrock, and she goes on a whole bunch of adventures, and he's like, just barely <laughs> finished climbing the garbage chute. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> like, but yeah, like, as she's evading gunfire and terrorists and whatnot, she ends up like... She finds the kid. She, she, she finds the kid, like, in some back room or whatever. Yeah. And she's then, like, kid? What's a kid they, doing here? They have banter, and it's like... They do. And he lies immediately. He does, he does he's lie. A he shit. He's a liar. 
Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like he, he has lies that I don't even understand why he lies about them. But it's weird. I don't. I, it you can only assume at some point the bad guy has given him instructions if anyone comes in contact with him. But other than that, it's so weird why he's just like, yeah, I was casing the joint and they found me and they uh, the security brought me here. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm a mall rat. But yeah, basically he somehow knows this mall inside and out despite this being the the opening of it. Yeah, and he can tell her where all the back you know, ways to get places yeah. are. Although well, he did say he got kicked out 10 times before it even opened. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. He's cool. So they do some climbing and stuff, and she's like, I'm afraid of heights, and he's like, don't be. She's like, okay. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And that's the end of that. That <laughs> happened, well, that happens twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feeling yeah. kind of depressed. Stop it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they slink around, and they go, they go into it. They, they come out of one of the secret tunnels into a jewelry store, mm-hmm. and she's like, watch this. I'm going to steal some jewels for a ruse that never comes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it does. It comes up in speech, but it's not like she ever has to prove that she was there stealing jewels. That was her proof that she was there yeah. for a not uh, honorable purpose. I, yeah. She, she busts one of the cabinets and starts, like, immediately pulling out pearl necklaces, which I was like, oh, she's going to home alone this shit and, like, throw them on the floor, and then we're going to get, like, a Scooby-Doo whoop, whoop, whoop. You would think. <laughs> yeah. We don't get that but, either. But no, she, this was their plan. Is like, they busted up there, which, of course, immediately they're like, they're in the jewelry store or something mm-hmm. like that. So they have <laughs> yeah. to... Be, every time they get, like, caught or whatever, it's like they have to go running. Yeah. Eventually, at one point, um, our bad guy, who's basically discount William Sadler... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure, um, yes. Is like... Uh, calls her up and is just like well he appears on the giant video he, wall. he does and like he's like i'm gonna kill a hostage like, unless you call this extension right now lady. yeah and basically the ruse is is like they assume she's a cop except that she finally he does this thing where it's like you better get on the phone or i'm gonna kill these people mm-hmm. or you know if unless you give me the kid and she gets on the phone and she's like i'm not a cop it's like i was here like planning the perfect heist i'm much better at thieving than you are i almost get out of here if it weren't for you damn terrorists yeah and they're like is that right? Did anything notice? Anybody notice anything missing? And like his second in command, who's like the worst actor, he has like he just can't speak. He's pretty bad. And he's like, "Oh yeah, somebody broke into the jewelry store or something. We forgot to tell you." And he's yeah. like, "Why did you tell me that? <laughs> and you didn't tell yeah. me." Yeah. Also, this guy has been at his side this entire time. There's no way he should know that this jewelry store got robbed. Yeah, but that's that's her ruse. Is that like yeah. she was there robbing the place? Like the story checks. It's, out. it's a Catwoman story kind <laughs> right. of thing, you know and. Yeah, but so like they they for a while think she's not a cop, which really again doesn't really play into the grand scheme of things. It's no. just it gives her some brief breathing room, or it gives some lax like, well, she's not a cop, so she's not going to be a threat. So we still not, need we still need the kid back. Yeah, she's not priority number one, but still get her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they there's another fight at one point where she fights some dudes and steals one of their backpacks. Mm-hmm. And the her and the kid get into another safe room. Yeah, they find like some weird, crazy back mm-hmm. room. Yeah, and they go through the backpack, and she finds like this antidote. And she's like, "Antidote, VX gas? What the hell?" Yeah, it's it's nerve agent antidote. Yeah, she, which I again, how, why do you know that? I don't know. Uh, she knows that because she went through uh, uh, seal, seal training. training. She was right. in the navy, and she she sure. completed seal training, but yeah. she wasn't allowed she to. She's like, a seal I know, blah blah blah, yeah. medication when I see it. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There, there is a there is a conversation there that's a yes. little weird, but yeah. So yes, turns out there's a side plot because like after she finds that they they sneak around somewhere else and see guys in like full hazmat suits and big canisters and stuff and mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, because at one point we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, had they gone down to so that now invitation to hell <laughs> where like the astronauts have flamethrowers. So now we we we've we've dropped that bit of knowledge now. So that's it's a weird like side plot to this i mean it's kind of the diehard thing of like oh there is something else because 
they don't they were gonna get their buddies out get the money get 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 a getaway method and fucking and then, murder everybody yeah that's half the town everybody. yeah basically i guess they are white it's, supremacists. Huh? it's uh it's it's uh, i mean they're the more rock. domestic terrorists which i know you know people don't yeah. like to say but yeah. uh it's true but yeah it's 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 the plot of the rock like three years before the rock which is kind of strange. They even have a scene where a canister is rolling towards an edge of something that she mm-hmm. has to grab at the last minute. Mm-hmm. The Rock ripped this movie off. <laughs> mm-hmm. They ripped off Cynthia. It's the Cynthia Rothrock. That's what it is. Mm. Oh, I get. It. I was looking for the joke there, and <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry that I only found that one. It's okay. Oh, because the Rock is in her name. Cynthia Roth. Yes, the Rock. that is the joke. <laughs> okay. Cynthia Roth. The Rock. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Dwayne Cynthia Johnson the Rock <laughs> Johnson yes um Stacy Keach is in the building he finally got through the garbage chute yeah that's what I'm saying building. all this stuff happened like like yeah. like her fighting somebody like them going to the room just taking the backpack like or, or breaking the jewelry case all of that happened and then finally he's like oh <laughs> I threw the garbage chute that yeah. was just like six feet <laughs> yes and I think that's when he confronts the dude who's getting a cup of coffee at the he like he's in the hallway machine. for like two yeah. seconds, and there's a guy who walks over the vending machine, and it's just like the hell. Stacy Keach is here, and Stacy Keach. I forget what he says to him when he when he. Well, had, the guy goes, "We're just gonna kill you both." Yeah, and he goes, "This is a good thing to think about. Why don't you sleep on it?" <laughs> yeah, and then fucking headbutts him, <laughs> like old man Stacy Keach mm-hmm. headbutt, and then he reacts to the headbutt because yeah, he's like, Ow. "Man, that fucking hurt." He's like rubbing his head. Yeah. Um. I, I think at some point, uh, Rothrock gets into a fight in like a knockoff crate and barrel. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. it's yeah, like a, a elect- electors sure. back in the day. Yeah, um, <laughs> which like guy comes at her with a knife and she she <laughs> fights him off with a cutting board. <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty guy, good. Guy goes through a a wall of glasses and then through the glass window behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she dual wields uh, frying pans. Yes. Yep. And a couple of dudes get bonged really good. You <laughs> the get foley the foley is real nice. The yeah. foley is amazing. Yes, just for that part. Yeah, because the guy comes at her with like dual butcher knives, and apparently this is a video game where because she's used the chopping block, you know, long enough to where it just has disintegrated and is no yeah. longer in our reality. It was flashing. She saw yeah. it. We didn't. Yeah. So <laughs> she picks up two frying pans and fights that dude. Well, no, she chucked the the, the chopping block at the guy. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it that's... was out of her reach. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, she dual wields frying yeah. pans. That's probably the best fight in the movie. That that's like the most like impactful yeah. fight in yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, and like like I said, at some point, Stacey Keach has crawled out of that f- headbutt of the dude, and mm-hmm. it's like trying to catch up to her. Yeah, and he has a machine gun now. Ho ho ho! He does. Mm-hmm. Yes, I took that man's machine gun because he is a good cop. Yes, who is off the force? <laughs> <laughs> you don't leave people's guns behind. Damn it! Nope. Uh, oh, and now, so then all of a sudden, I was it the lieutenant governor that shows up? Yes. So yes. the lieutenant governor shows up outside mm-hmm. and is on the phone with the knockoff William Sadler. And basically, they're like having this back and forth of like, what exactly do you want? And <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's like, uh, you need to release all of my guys and give me a million dollars and you got half the hostages when you let me go. And then half the hostages once we're free and clear. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, she's like, well, she's like, we, we'll, we, we'll have to discuss these terms. And we he's can't like, really negotiate that. Yeah. He's like, well, why don't you do? Here's someone who can. Here's the governor. And the governor's like all flop sweaty. He's like, oh, my God. Just just fucking do it, man. Just give them what just, they want. Just give them everything. If they want 
anything else. Like, you know what? Give them $200 million. <laughs> Just give them everything. I swear to God. I mean, this mall costs $14 billion. Yeah, it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. We'll just sell them all off piece by piece <laughs> to pay for it. Did you see that amazing CG outside? <laughs> I would like to point out the name of the actress. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Penny Hackforth Jones. <laughs> yes. Born... Penelope Beatrix Hackforth Jones. Well, yes, oh. in Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> so did she? I guess I'm. Did she? Like when you hyphenate your name, is that like you taking? Is like the the new husband's name the the last of no, the? She was been, she was born oh, as Penelope was, Beatrix Hackforth Jones. So is it Hackforth Jones? Smite, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just curious, like where she got a pedestrian name like Jones with all I, that other bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. Ask her yeah. father. Oh, I mean, you can't even like fancy it up like Smythe. <laughs> Con smithing Ritherton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so they do. Yeah. She's like, like, all right. Well, well this begins well, the ticking clock of they're like, don't let those two cops in there fuck it up. So every yeah. time they get on the, 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 line with them they're like hey just surrender we're giving them everything they want and they're like but there's vx nerf gas and this is where like all of a sudden like i don't know where a a i was gonna say an army guy but he's a he's a national guard guy right shows national up. guardsman yeah yeah the national guard guy shows up and it's just like the fuck is going on here lieutenant <laughs> dipshit swat guy and, and it's just swaddington overton smite yeah he's like i heard there was like vx gas yeah. there well and he's like uh, it's tear gas it's, it's not really confirmed yeah, yeah because they they tell nash they're like Listen, dude, it's VX. And he's like, how do you know? And she's like, I, I understand what the medication is, the antidote. I've seen it. It's got Russian and Arabic writing on it. It's nerve gas. And he's like, well, yeah. I, well, I goes, think it's well, just tear gas. No, he goes, oh, where'd you learn to read Russian? Yeah. How do you know that? Yeah. What's that? What issue did he first appear in? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How yes. many movies have you seen by him? He's just going on and on and on about how it's not. <laughs> if you're really a fan, name 14 of their albums. Yeah. yeah. Name 14 of Nerve Gas's <laughs> album. What's the chemical formula? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's just completely just like, it's probably not. Hmm. And then, you know, Mr. Yeah. National Guard is behind him. And he's yeah. like, what's all this thing? Yeah. Yeah, what's <laughs> all this about VX guys? Now he shows up and, and uh, this is where I got a little bit confused because he implies that like, all in the same robbery, they took the, the plastic explosives that were blowing up the cars, the grenade launcher. After all, the Gulf War, right. there was a robbery. And and the VX nerve gas. <laughs> yes. So, and it seems to me that they were implying that uh, Skippy Boy Guy. Skippy his, Boy Guy. His, his dad was the one who did it. No, I think it was just like German no, man just, in there. Because remember, Stacey Keach said German man disappeared for a while. He uh, went to the Gulf War. And stole and, a bunch of nerve gas. Right. Okay. <laughs> for I, his white supremacist movement. It's just because the whole crux of the kidnapping thing is yeah. because the guy, the, the, the dad whose son got kidnapped works, he's like the mechanic for the police helicopters. Yes. And so like he's sabotaging them as they're like being called in to do all this shit, which is weird because it, it, it doesn't really mean anything. Like I don't, it, it never plays off. He just has like second well, thoughts they, or something. I, I think they were, well, I know. They said that they were just going to follow him from the air. So that cuts that off. Like well, the the evil plan is thinking ahead. Sure. Yeah. Although his part in the story is not that great. It's just a device to get the kid into the right. trio so that later on down the road they can have a tech we can kid have a, who's like, like, hey, yeah, kid, yeah, smarmy look this kid up on the, the internet. Smarmy kid on the internet. <laughs> right. or on the I looked it up on, series. I looked it up on WebCrawler. Get on your CompuServe, kid. Right. <laughs> Fire up Prodigy. Go to the town hall and open your email. <laughs> Go to Alta Vista and search for this. 
But Alta, yeah. Alta La Vista. <laughs> Why does this town use nothing but Alta Vista? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So like basically the, like the, this guy was just like quali- having her qualify everything she yeah. she, she suspected. I'm like he's like really. What would, what would happen with any other cop of like look? I saw them in hazmat suits. They have VX gas. I found an atropine kit. Mm-hmm. And then this guy's like, well, how do you speak this? And then yeah. the, the, the the army guys or the national guard guy is just like, oh no. That shit was stolen. Yeah. It makes total sense that the VX gas would be here. Case closed. Yeah. And so they're like, and oh, like, shit. Well, yeah, he that did, checks out. Yeah, he deduces that from all the the yeah. plastic explosive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Yeah, he's just like, makes sense. It's all, all together. So here it is. Mm-hmm. So we better... This is a whole different ballgame now. Yep. And so, yeah, now it's like, okay, do your thing, because... Yeah. So German man has, has shouted at his men to suit up, to put their, their hazmat suits on, and they're just in a pile on the f- mall floor. <laughs> they're setting them out so that they, everybody doesn't have to go digging for their own size. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, like, they're in a pile and mostly unguarded to where Stacy Keach just runs over and sets them on fire. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... So they have to radio in like, hey, our, our suits are <laughs> they're hurting fire. the suits. <laughs> like plans fucked, sir. Yeah. So they're all shooting at each other for a while. And eventually, like, so there was a bit earlier where the kid was ste- one by one stealing all these entry forms to win a bike uh, motorcycle out of this. Bike. Yeah. Out of this bike store. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'd be a mixed store. And eventually Cynthia Rothrock is, is she like has because she crumpled one up and I guess put it in her pocket. But she pulls it out and it's just like, I got an idea. And it's like, yeah, okay, we know what it is. So <laughs> they they run to this bike store and close the door. And the bad guy's like, ha ha, we got him. Go shoot up the bike store. And they just slink up to it. And they're just standing there. And they're standing outside the big plate glass window. And then all of a sudden you see the headlight on a motorcycle flip on. And then bike comes out through the... T- Again, dirt bike. Yes. Not, not a super Fine. imposing... Whatever. No, 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 no. I'm pointing it out because a motorcycle would have a little... Sure. He- like. A 10-year-old can pick up a dirt bike yes. <laughs> when it falls over. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like they all dive out of the way like, holy shit, dirt bike. <laughs> a self-propelled device. Get the fuck out. I just, I mean, you have machine guns. You don't go like, holy fuck. Yeah, dirt they're bike. all just like, fuck it. We're out. They um, were surprised. Yeah. They, but they like, they drive over one dude and she punches one as they drive by him. And I think she steals his gun all in like one swipe. Mm-hmm. And then they have to lay the bike down, and it takes out a dude who is standing there waiting for them. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. So good eventually stuff. they get to the hostages, and it's like, you know, they're shooting at people, and they get the hostages away, and she mans the grenade launcher, and they call out a fire in the hole and shoot the blast door, basically. <laughs> he actually taps her on the shoulder, like, you're good. Tap, tap. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> and she blows this cartoon-sized hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And then all the guys are like, oh. It's like, hot, oh, the hostages hot, are hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Get them. <laughs> Yeah, because for some for some reason the SWAT team is now like on the steps, ready to go. They're just like, all right, let's. The the National Guard man told us to go in, so let's go. So yeah, the National the, Guard finally outranked that fucking lieutenant somehow. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, hostages spill out. SWAT team runs in. They they the, capture the they, they capture yeah, the just, tall guy who can't act and are just like, look, guy, you're caught. Tell us where the bad guy is. And he's like, I never liked that guy anyway. He's on the roof. Yeah, and he's captured. <laughs> what's his fight face? I don't know how. Yeah. Like we never saw that. Like, oh, you were hiding they, here. The the kid. They left the kid hiding somewhere, yeah, yeah. and I guess. But he grabbed him and went up to the roof, yeah, and yeah. so he's got the the rock style like one canister that's I guess ready to launch or mm-hmm. open or whatever it does. Yep, he's just gonna shoot it open. He's got yeah. one. He's he's like I've got one bullet left in this gun. No, well that's after he taunts her because like right. she she. She follows, like, Stacey Keach is, like, down helping with the hostages and everything else, mm-hmm. and she goes up there to get the kid or whatever, 
It's like, we're not leaving without him. And then you can kill what's his face. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, Stacy Keach follows her for that. God, yeah. Cause he gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah. He, Cause they get into yeah. a gunfight in the room before where all the canisters are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of shoot one that just, it blows all over them. But that, I think it's they, supposed to be a vent or something. Yeah. It's a vent. It's not one of the canisters. Yeah. It's yeah. another thing. Somehow she ends up on the roof with the discount William Sadler and the kid yeah. by herself. And then he's like the, well, I've been looking forward to this. Fight me. Yes. You know, debate me. <laughs> debate me. And, and then that's when he like, he drops his magazine and like, he's like, I have one bullet and I don't think that's enough to, you know, stop someone as fast as you, but I could shoot this VX nerve gas or the kid. It's basically like, I can put a bullet in you or I can shoot this gas and blow and just murder the yeah. town. It's up to you. Which is it going to yeah. be? So fight me. Yeah. And so she's like, fight me. All right. So she comes out to fight him and his superpower is blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's like I can block your telegraphed moves. <laughs> he's good at blocking, and uh, I mean, it's Cynthia Rothrock. She is good at kicking and punching. Yes, um, there's some good flipping. Yeah, there's some good flipping. <laughs> the choreography is not really all that great in this fight. Uh, the flipping is pretty good. Sure, but, um, it's, it's it's a real risky, slow. Though. Fight. I mean, in theory, they're on the roof of the, <laughs> the 18 yes. story mall. Yeah, she yeah. does, she does do on, like a gynastics set of, of you know somersaults yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. Just hi, hi, hi. Because hey. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but can. eventually, yes, as you said, it ends in a rock style. Like the canister is rolling towards the roof. Mm-hmm. So she's like kicked him and then has to do the diving like, oh, no. It's almost the same shot, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they're at that standstill and then Stacy Keach wanders out. Well, he's like got his gun back and he's going to shoot her. He's like, well, at least I'm going to shoot you. And yeah, yeah Stacy Keach comes out and. He does a he the guy's like well, he, he, he he's like, hey, and he, so he turns around. <laughs> he actually kind of does. He's like, he calls his name or whatever, yeah. but he turns around and like click. He's run out of bullets, which is like really Stacy Keacher copied it and like check that beforehand. But he does the which click. is weird because he did check he it did check several it times early. earlier, <laughs> but he click he clicks his gun and then has to do like a combat roll and I guess draws his backup gun yes. and ends up shooting this guy. Yeah, so. he, he does a combat roll right as the guy is shooting his one bullet. Right. And yeah, pops up and murders that man. Yep. And everything's fine. It's and just, it's high just, five freeze frame. Yeah, it's uh, just you'd think, but then there's five more minutes of just like, well, we got to wrap this up and bring back all the ancillary characters, including Paul Winfield, who I guess they just turned his jet around. <laughs> like, well, they well, said it's going to be six. Did they say it's going to be six hours before we can get the? It's weird. Chief back like, I mean, or something like that. Yeah, I just feel it's like it's going to be nine p.m. before we can get the chief back. Even if he was on a commercial airliner, if you go like, hey, one of your passengers is the chief of police of this town and there's a hostage situation i'm pretty sure they divert that plane back no well, for the no. small no. absolutely <laughs> yes, for yes. This the small. governor okay, would yes. have ordered for the it. most impul- <laughs> important yeah the governor did, he did say that in his yes. plea to the lieutenant governor exactly. so for god's sake bring the chief of police back he's our only hope I just, and he just rolls up and is just like stacy keach here's your badge yeah. hey lady you get a badge too and you well, will see it. <laughs> Everybody check under your chairs. He's just All like, y'all are good cops now. I got to go back to the car. Stacy Keach's wife shows up for no reason just to be like, oh, you got, uh, you got you, minorly you, shot again. You got shot again. Let's try ducking. Yeah. Also, I'm not really going to wet blanket you because I'm. Yeah. She's no. just like, I have a cop for this wife. movie. Yeah. Not, yeah. not letting the wife. Just, you know, wife. try to duck and don't die. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia Rothrock calls her dad or something, I think. Yes. Because uh, she. No, he just she starts butchering his first name because she had, no, no, had she been doing her, it to her. She called her dad mm-hmm. and said, oh, like, called her. OK, yeah, yeah. turn on the TV because <laughs> I, I just graduated. She didn't that's, call okay, Keach I thought that's what yeah. you were saying. I was like, I don't remember no, that at all. She, <laughs> had, <laughs> she had talked earlier about yeah. how uh, she had had to call her dad and tell her or tell him that 
he shouldn't come up for her graduation because right. she's not going to graduate. Yeah. And so he calls, she calls him to turn on the TV and turn see, on the TV. See her graduate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just like they're standing in front of the cameras and I don't know. There's some more dumb stuff with the kid for a second. Yeah. It's, hey, it's, you suck at karate. Yeah. I watch kickboxing I watch all the time. <laughs> so I know how yes. you should karate better. If you need pointers, little lady. Yeah. yeah we need a teen guy giving Cynthia yeah. Rothrock yeah. pointers on how to kick people in the head. Teen splaining. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. That's he, just, you know, that's just he setting is up a the... male soon to be on the internet. So, right. of course. <laughs> yeah. That's Not just... on that Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just setting up for the for the eventual TV series. Yeah. Which yep. I am now mad that we didn't get. I would have watched I, a couple of episodes. I would have of it. never seen this until <laughs> we watched this. Yeah. And then I would go binge watch the entirety mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Just to see how what their thing is every week. Like, yeah. Oh, this, this would be a total background show, but I'd still probably yeah. put it on in the background. Like, what's happening in this unnamed town? Like, how are you getting past the devastation of the mall? <laughs> you know, like, what's, what's, what's the, the economy? Like? What's the real secret behind the white cobras? Yeah. Is yeah. everyone a white cobra? Like yeah. <laughs> Stacy Keach, a white he said cobra? Paul Winfield is going to be a white cobra yeah. Yeah. eventually. Yeah, just Cynthia Rothrock. That has only to happens during Sweeps Week, right? Yes, it's discovered. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's over. Yep. No Stargrove. <laughs> yep. I don't remember a single damn thing about the music in this. TV music. Yeah. Was there any music? Not songs. <laughs> no. No, I just mean like I don't even remember like score. Sure, there was. You know that kind of thing. Oh, okay. You know, the staples. <laughs> dead, dead. Oh, easy button? <laughs> yeah. More sinister. Okay. Crunchy. Easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, ratings. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Okay. I, I mean, I haven't gone first in a while. Yeah. Uh, this movie's surprisingly fine. I mean, it's... Uh, it I just, I mean, like surprisingly every, fine. Every time, like we we pick up something, and it's like it, it, that's not Killdozer. When we go like TV movie, fuck, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, Wheels of Terror, Wheels of Terror. That's that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Killdozer was that a TV movie? Too? It was. Yeah. yeah. Did we watch that? No. No. Oh. Uh, Chris, Christmas Rush. I, I was confused. It's Wheels of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. It, most like we've had like that Wes Craven TV movie was the suck, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like somehow we have gravitated towards TV movies that haven't been like they've been stereotypical, but they haven't been just boring, unwatchable. I mean, you know, Universal Soldier 2 the other day was was oh, one of God. the worst things. Uh, yeah. But for Bamcast Prime anyway, yeah, we've done OK with TV. movies. But I mean, I'm, it's it's not super awesome either. I, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it two jocks. It's actually it's it's a little bit better than a mild recommend. Like you Cynthia Rothrock does some Cynthia Rothrocking and kicking and it's kind of fun. And there's kind of fun banter from time to time but yeah. like the terrorist plot is incomprehensible there's just a, there's a lot of things missing mm-hmm. you know like it's just it's strange it feels like this was like maybe even a longer thing that they edited down because it just feels like there's stuff missing from this movie i mean keep in mind this movie is 70 minutes mm-hmm. like this is not even a full two-hour movie premiere like hey mm-hmm. we're putting out all the stops come see well, our new show with commercials i mean that's closer to 90 minutes no but i mean like a, a a two-hour movie would be an hour and a half with yeah. without commercials this is like 20 minutes shorter minutes. than that it, it just <laughs> yeah I, normally a movie like this I would probably agree with you and give it two jocks but I'm going to give it three just because it is a way better than average TV movie um, it's not great and it's not great in comparison to maybe other three jocks movies and above but for what this is it is surprisingly easy to watch and kind of fun it's not 
I mean, like, obviously there's no language. There's there's barely any violence. But, like, the fight scenes are okay. You can tell they're holding back because it's like, don't murder these men because it's a TV show. Yeah. But it's, it's dude, I mean, you know, some dudes get wrecked. I like the kitchen utensil. Yeah. yeah I mean, that was utensil one is good. pretty good. I mean, she, she has skills. And again, oh, it's. Oh, no shit. She has skillets. <laughs> yeah that's a joke um it it's just it's it's so frustrating because we have now seen more movies i think where she's a sidekick than she is the star and she's i know very that's good at sidekicks <laughs> and front kicks yeah. and all the kicks but yeah, that little reverse crane kick scorpion kick. Yeah. scorpion kick yeah but uh yeah it's it's just strange that for the long I mean, and look i mean she's not a great actress we we learned that from this that's correct. She needs we, less lines from other things and too. more mm-hmm. kicking. But I, I, just, I, I'm always amazed when you see someone who has skills and you're like, why didn't this person become a thing? Like, why did they languish in these grade Z things for so long? Why mm-hmm. did no one know what to do with you? you you've yeah. taken other people who can't talk and made them into superstars. Why can't you know someone figure it out? And Cynthia Rothrock is is weird. She's not bad. No. At the acting. No. Um, I said when that movie end, ended, I was like, uh, I think give Cynthia Rothrock like six more acting lessons mm-hmm. and this TV show works. Um, well, strangely, a dialect coach. I mean, I, I know dialect coach is typically for people who that English is not their first language, but it they also just teach people how to speak more naturally when acting. Yeah. Right. And that's right. the thing is like her, a lot of her what she says is kind of stilted and it's weird. Yeah. She doesn't she doesn't deliver her lines very well. Yeah. Um she does like the the not the like action physical movements but she does the emoting and everything well she just has a speech pattern thing that's not that's not yeah. great i mean you could have made her a little more stoic and not as quippy like you had stacy keach being the talky man because that's really mm-hmm. all he's here for let him do the bulk of the work and she's there to kick yeah. ass. I mean, well, I'm not I mean, saying don't and, give her lines. Yeah. I'm just saying maybe don't make her as chatty as she was. Yeah. It, it was nice to see that out of yes. you know, Cynthia Rothrock. Yes. Um, and we did. Uh, Stacy Keach definitely carried that that movie with the quippiness. Um, I really rather like this movie. Um, I didn't quite four jocks like it. I'm like a 3.8, but not, you know... Not quite enough to make me want to round up to a four. So I'm just going to go with three. Okay. Um, there was just something super charming. Like, I I really liked Cynthia Rothrock being quippy and sort of playing against her usual type, which is just kind of mean mugging. Um, <laughs> Stacey Keach was great. Uh, what was his name? Christopher Neem, mm-hmm. um, our main villain. I thought he was really good. I liked the way that he delivered his lines like when he was on the phone uh, with Cynthia Rothrock he kept like pulling the phone away clicking little mute button right and talking like saying a couple quick one-liners to his henchmen yeah and then unmuting the phone and pulling it back up like no that is fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also had this way of licking his lips yeah like, after he'd say something that was just like oh you're a piece of shit yeah <laughs> yeah and he, he he wasn't quite as German as you guys are making him out to be. No, he, at all. he didn't. Um, he's no he's actually, Schweiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Schweiger. Uh, 
He's actually English, um, I believe. Okay. But um, he's vaguely Euro trashy. Yeah, That's the he's, mm-hmm. he sounds vaguely, lightly European. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought he did a great job, and the kid was not unbearable for once. Um, nah, he was all right. Yeah, he did okay. And, you know, he went on to write one of our favorite movies. So good kid. Um, <laughs> good on you, kid. Good job. Good job, kid. Way, Way to go, go, kid. Way to not grow up in... Well, he might be a dickhead in real life. We don't know. Um, it's probably all right. Wait, Way to grow up and do good things. Yeah. You're but, probably all right, kid. Yeah. Three, we hope you're all right. Three of the jocks. All right. For Irresistible Force. Yeah, I think I'm going two. It I mean it was it was all right, but it like the, I don't I don't find anything super special about it aside from Stacy Keach having a few one-liners and I wish they'd done a little more with her doing the Die Hard thing mm-hmm. for a while because like that's kind of like all right, this 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 feels like a Rothrock wheelhouse right here. But they it's I I think the TV movie this kind of holds this one back a lot. And, and, you know, and of course in the IMDb trivia, it's originally, it was supposed to be a vehicle for her. And then once he came on board, it was like, well, I'm Stacy Keach. Yeah. I need to pump up my role. I'm not the sidekick. And, you know, <laughs> once again, Cynthia Rothrock is relegated to the sidekick kind of, but I wouldn't say that. I'd say like they're, they're on even, I think they're on even footing throughout I, this movie. It is, I think they have probably just about the same screen time. Yes. I, I think this is the weird thing. I think if she was coming into her own right now, she would be a ridiculous megastar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because people would be giving her a chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because we just don't have anybody. Like, I mean, it, I mean, <clears throat> this is not to sound derogatory, but like we are at the point where we are taking people who aren't action stars and making them action stars. Right. Like we're doing this to Charlize Theron yes. and stuff like that. It's like all props to her because she's doing it pretty well but I mean it's like it would be a lot cooler to have somebody who's like action first and I can learn acting yeah you know so the other way around right I think it would be fun but Mm -hmm. yeah I mean like every once in a while somebody tries to just like hey Ronda Rousey is a person and you're just like yeah but like she has even less personality yeah but like even like the Fast and Furious movie had her in it for like seven seconds (laughs) you know it's like You look at her and go, yeah, this lady. And then you're like, oh. Then she, then she talked. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Gina Carano, kind of the same way. Yeah. But yeah. She's kind of aged out a little bit. To, I mean. Yeah. But she can still kick ass. Oh, absolutely. I would not pick a fight with her in even the slightest. But right. I'd be saying like, that's the thing is like, I, I think too much now we, we don't have any like pure action stars anymore. It's like it's all action movies have to be this like stylistic like thing that's better. And we don't just have action trash so much anymore you know yeah. like people have training. Scott Atkins, that's about it yeah exactly like people have training for like whatever role it is they're about to do and they can make it look believable but right. it's not like man Charlize Theron will kick your fucking ass it's like no okay that's movie magic basically I mm-hmm. don't get me wrong like I probably wouldn't fight Charlize Theron either I wouldn't because she seems like a really nice lady exactly so. <laughs> why well, I wouldn't want to fight her yeah. but you know it's it's just like there's not someone where like that person is a fucking badass and they're, you know, it's like as goofy as Van Damme had been during his heyday, like still, I don't think anyone would just want to be like, hey, Van Damme, let's fucking go at it. You fucking pussy. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, Steven Seagal, I'd pick a fight. With Steven yeah, Seagal. Steven Seagal's a fucking these fuck that days. Guy. But yeah. no, even then. No, back then you no, back then. The mythos was you don't fuck with Steven Seagal. Mm. I'm that's I 
I got, I'm going to call complete and total bullshit on everything to do with him ever. I, I still think well, a lot of that stuff was staged, especially when you see the shit that he's trying to do at Expos well, now. Well, sure. I think Understandable. That, I, yeah. Like, right now, his mythos has been crushed. We've sure. seen Beyond the Veil. Sure. Yeah. We know that he sucks now, but back in 1995... Nobody fucked with Steven Seagal. No, because sure. he was a P.T. Barnum of acting. You know, acting. He was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking amazing. It's like, okay, yeah, you have a yeah. fucking ponytail. Yeah, I mean, right. that's you've got to st- have some balls to actually do that. Right. We've seen you run. <laughs> ponytail and you're wearing a kimono. Uh, um, I wouldn't fuck with The Rock. No. Oh, no, God, no. 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 No, I mean, like, I'm not saying there aren't action stars. I'm saying that, like, but even The Rock isn't doing trash action i'm saying like we need there there there's a market for like for for just not like i'm making a film i want a fucking action movie i want like i just want dumb shit i've seen i I have an idea for you okay there's a movie trailer a small independent film that the rock is in Mm -hmm. coming very soon called hobbs and shaw (laughs) right that's still a fucking spectacle yeah like i'm talking no and i'm 100 on board what i'm saying is like there aren't these like what we watch like nobody makes those kind of movies oh, so you want like the rundown rock except maybe john wick john wick even I was gonna still say, yeah. it's all super stylized i i'm yeah. talking about a like not a 40 million dollar i'm talking about a two million dollar movie with like, like some people that like get a martial art dude and yes. teach him a little bit to act and that kind of shit a martial arts person who if they weren't pulling their punches if one yes. thing is an inch wrong the person they're sparring with in the scene is dead mm-hmm. that kind of thing when you when you watch these movies that have like it's the IBF middleweight kickboxing dude from 1992. You know, it's like, all right, this guy could probably murder another person in this scene if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. You don't have that kind of like, this person is a threat and they had to learn how to not be. Mm-hmm. You want Superfoot back. Y- yeah. 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 Okay. Y- yes. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want everyone in super fights to be... Mm doing stuff you know that kind of thing yeah, like I, everyone in super fights you're like my god they're all going to murder someone if this goes wrong yeah i i am talking about the billy blanks the mark Dacascos's of yes. that era i'm like those people have just enough charisma to, to pull off the acting part of a movie and then i believe that they would could actually murder somebody yeah. i mean we I mean. still have not gotten into the 90s of all of the subterranean like b tier c tier this dude has skills but can't act and he's in 80 movies in the 90s there were so many of these dudes and a few ladies, and now it's just like it's Scott Atkins or nothing. He's just the last of the dudes where it's like, oh, this guy was an amazing karate artist. Right. And so we've made him a movie star because of that. Yeah, I just think thing where that doesn't happen anymore. It's I, like they grabbed some MMA dumbass. I was, was like, s- I could put a chokehold on somebody and that's it. You know, what the problem probably actually is, is the fact that you can make money doing MMA now. Like back then right. it was like, I'm awesome at karate. It's like. Who cares? Great. You know, <laughs> pay your rent. Here's yeah. a trophy. Yeah. Here's a trophy and good luck paying your rent. Yeah. You know, so then like it's like the fact that like UFC and everything came along. It's like, no, you can actually doing what you're good at. Do this. But mm-hmm. I would think that like a lot of these people would be like, you know, I made a little bit of a name. I'd rather not get punched in the face with the actual force. Yeah. You know, actual force while, next week on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, while I'm still kind of relatively pretty, let me yeah. go just do the movie thing. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, when we make our list of, of time travel things, you know, kill Hil- Hip- uh, kill Hitler, stop Napster, kidnap Cynthia Rothrock, bring her to the future. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Stop, Nap- stop Napster's on the list? Yes. Oh. We've had this fight. Okay. That's, I'm just like, that's pretty low on my, like, what's wrong with the world? <laughs> well, now, yeah, I'm thinking of my old list. <laughs> okay. It Sorry. devalued all creative media. It did. Yeah. All right. 
once it was free. Well, I think I think yeah. probably more so to go back and like you know talk to the New York Times and everybody and be like, don't put your shit on free. You know, like mm. that probably would have like yeah, nipped I, it in I, the bud right from the beginning. I, like, I, I, mm-hmm. like people pay for your product. Why would you put it online for free? I, I still think once. I don't music- know why we've been putting a, a product online for free for nine years. Hey, visit us at patreon.com yeah, slash BMFcast. Hey, we, <laughs> we did a thing. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> need a little ad bell. <laughs> anyway, how about we take a break, shall we? Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey Becky, second half, half number two. Two of four sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to Right, yes, hammer that home. Yeah. One more time. So I think you've seen the newest thing, so please. I did. Uh of course. I went to go see Godzilla King of the Monsters. Of course you did. Of course did. you did. Uh I I took a journey and watched, you know, forty three movies, and of course I'm gonna go see fucking Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh that movie's great. It's everything I wanted it to be. I mean, it could have been a little better, but other than that, I mean, it's everything I wanted it to be. It's like, is there enough monster fighting in it? Yes. All right. Yes. And and people who are saying there's too much monster fighting in it. Fuck off. What are what are you thinking? There was too much people in the last Godzilla. Yeah. Way too much people. There is a super dedicated group of people who think that's the way to go in a Godzilla movie is the Godzilla should only be in your Godzilla movie for seven seconds. Is that the only movie that those people have watched? No, because I've also seen Jaws, and they're like, worked for Jaws, therefore this movie needs less Godzilla. I I don't understand it. I will never understand it. There are things I like about the first Godzilla movie, the first Amer- the, the first second American Godzilla movie, the first one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The, I am so confused now. The, the, the first, uh, that's part of this current monster verse that they are building. Oh, the one with Brian Cranston yes. and that stuff. Okay. It's not okay. the first American one. I, because I was like, was... the Raymond Chandler version of, <laughs> of Gojira? That's what you prefer? Yeah. Like, or, no. Or um, Raymond Burr? Raymond Burr. I like 2014. Chandler. Like, 2014. Wait, what <laughs> so is this, like, is this a direct sequel to 2014's Godzilla? Yes. It, it starts, so they acknowledge things in ways they, or like characters return, any of that stuff? There are at least three characters from the first film that are in this. Okay. I believe that you told us that there is a like like a 400 foot ghost Brian Cranston. No, that was a joke we made while consuming roast beef. Oh. It's not actually true. <laughs> we were like, that would be great. Uh, no. Um, I just wanted to work a, yeah, I know. that into the podcast. <laughs> so there's probably three characters from the first film that are in this. There are at least one, maybe two characters from Skull Island in this. Okay. Um, you kind of have to work at it. They're not obvious. They're not hitting you over the head with it. But there's at least there's at least one character that is absolutely the older version of a character from Skull Island. Okay. Um, Does he have a shirt that says, I went to Skull Island? No. And like, I, I was did, a slouzy t-shirt? It's so... They don't tell you. You just kind of have to... Later, you're like, this guy is playing this person from Skull Island. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. They, they kind of give you a, a little hint of it, but not enough to where you're actively putting it together. Anyway... Uh, so here's what I, having seen all of the Japanese Godzilla movies, just all of them, um, this is what Toho, which is the studio that made all those probably would have made if they could. 
the the thing the thing about the time about special effects and everything like that it's it's a dude in a, in a suit because that's what they could do and the the reason that Godzilla was so limited in a lot of the Japanese movies is because you can't have an hour and a half of smashing miniature sets because that's fucking expensive so the movies would have humans doing stuff because that's cheap and that's how you balance it out you don't need to do that now because they're throwing billions of dollars at this movie and you can do whatever you want with it so this movie said all right let's bring in all the monsters and they're gonna fucking fight and they're gonna fight a lot well it is called king of the monsters yes so you would expect him to try to retain his, his title yes yeah. yes so the human stuff is cut way way down and for me that is exactly what i want because i didn't come to see people talk about godzilla I came to fucking see Godzilla fuck shit up. Yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. And also they have thrown Mothra into the mix, which Mothra is my favorite of all of the monsters. And they well, do. And I, my fear was they were going to do Mothra dirty and not do it right. <laughs> they were going to American it up somehow and fuck it up. Well, if you smack Mothra, you get like that dust all over your hands. Exactly. It's really gross. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, they, 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 there is such a loving t- tribute to those old movies in this, like they integrate the old score into scenes. They, they, while they don't go full, like Mothra origin story, the Mothra origin story is fucking weird. Like it is the goofiest thing, but because it's so goofy, that's what makes it so endearing. Could you tell me? Is that like, but they have like the voodoo dancers and stuff and they like summon Mothra. There are, there are twin girls uh-huh. that are miniature sized and they all live on this island called infant island, which is where Mothra lives. Right. And Mothra is basically queen of this island. The guardian. Yeah. Of, okay. And you have to sing to Mothra to get Mothra to do shit. <laughs> like Mothra is fine. Just chilling on Mothra's throne, not doing anything. You have to, you have to placate Mothra. You have to, Hey Mothra, we, we love you. You are great. Please save the earth. And then Mothra's like, all right, fine. And then Mothra goes, flies off and makes some ultimate sacrifice and gets killed. <laughs> but, oh, Mothra. Flies into the yeah, sun. But yeah. it's so goofy as shit. Like, you just got, like, and, and the, like, the, the, the twin girls will eventually, like, go to Japan. And all of a sudden, so there's, like, two miniature women running around singing to Mothra while adults are like, what the fuck is this? And they, like, go on talk shows and stuff. It's so fucking weird. Is it always, like, variations on the same song? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so like it's like a Mothra to a refrain. Yes. yes. Oh, you. Fuck. <laughs> uh. <sighs> they. I, I could see you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I could. I, could I was like, you're not being seeing serious. your eyes. No, all right, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> Those gears were turning. <laughs> but they they dance so close to the edge of getting there. Like all of it is almost there. They just don't pull the trigger and just have miniature <laughs> Asian twins sing to Mothra. Mm-hmm. But it's super close. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's what I wanted it to be. And like, like I said, in my review and I jotted down a bunch of thoughts on letterbox. It was like, th- they made this for me and I'm going to take it. It's mine. Like you don't like all this monster fighting. Fuck you. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck off. They made this for me. They made this for people who have seen 43 Godzilla movies and are like looking for new stuff, but also being faithful to old stuff. And that's what this movie does. Okay. It's like it takes a bunch of stuff in, in directions that aren't predictable, but also gives you enough of, yeah, that makes sense. That's that's what would happen based on the mythos of these characters. So 
they are they are fair to the origin stories of these things and still putting them in a new environment. Important question. Okay. Is Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla in this movie? Yes. All right. But it's covered. By who? Uh Red, the, red, or red oyster cult. <laughs> <laughs> red mollusk <Yeah>. church. <laughs> uh, Bear McCreary does the score for this. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of his cover with uh, someone I'm not familiar, like featuring someone who I'm not familiar with. But yeah, it plays over the end credits. Bear McCreary? Mm-hmm. Did the He's Battlestar a, music yeah. and other and, stuff. Yeah. Oh, featuring Serge Tankian. Yeah, that guy. From... Uh, System of a Down. System of a Down. That's, that's it. Okay. So yes, it does plays... he do like that nasally guy? <laughs> Any of that? I was gonna say, is that Sorry. the is that the wake up? Is yes. that those people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that how they get Mothra to kill? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Two major surge tanks <laughs> following Mothra around. Mother, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mother. Yeah. I was like, Mother. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, let's go see this movie. <laughs> like so, right now. Yeah, I'm in. Well, you should go to see this movie regardless. <laughs> is, yeah, okay. is there any of the weirdness of Skull Island in this movie? Uh, it's weird because this movie goes. It just, it's always on the move type thing. Like, like it doesn't want to slow down for anything. It, it, it starts with like a Batman v Superman thing where it's existing in the climax of the first movie and mm-hmm. characters are like, Oh no! You know the the new <laughs> characters. They, yeah. They've taken yeah, they've taken <laughs> characters from this movie and put them into scenes from the previous movie, and that's their motivation throughout this movie. Is okay. shit happened to them while that attack was happening? Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it just goes like it. There's not. I, Did history prove again and again? <laughs> <laughs> How I nature mean, points out the fallen men. Yeah. Like or dislike the first film? The first film literally had an hour of talking before anything happened. Oh yeah, and then like they were they literally caught away from Godzilla fights. Yes, this movie does not do that. Okay, Godzilla shows up and then it's on, and right. there's fighting, and fighting reaches a natural conclusion, and then there's five minutes of talking, and then oh no, there's another monster. We have to deal with this now. It's not it's, on yet. It's next movie that it's on with. King yes, Kong. <laughs> That's, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, there, there's a bunch of King Kong stuff mm-hmm. peppered throughout this, so they are clearly building that into the universe. All right. They're they're not shying away from it. I mean, they are talking about it all the time. I mean, so. they were pretty clear at the end of Skull Island. Like, this is connected. Yeah. Yes. This so. means something. What? Did, who did Godzilla fight in the 2014 one? Unnamed mutant Ed? creatures. Okay. They were called Mutos. Muto. Okay. It's like mutant underground transient organism, or just it was That's just probably things. correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there big, was no- big chuds. Yeah, they were big chuds. <laughs> big chuds. <laughs> Chudzillas. There's chud, little chud, big mm-hmm. chud over there. Yeah. yeah, there's another one of those in this. Hmm. Okay, there are 17 monsters altogether. Ooh. God damn. Yeah, it's that's fucking, a lot. It's fucking littered with monsters. That's a court of monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a court. But there are. There's only. He's the king. Yeah, yeah. He's the king in the yes. court. Court. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're on tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that a, I'm pleased to hear this. To say about the Godzilla? I think so. I, right. I, I just, it's, you should see it on big screen. It's a spectacle. It's one of those movies where you're just like, yeah, I need to see this big. Like, Godzilla's big and thick, and I need to see that on the biggest screen possible. <laughs> That's how I like my Godzilla. My Godzilla's, Godzilla's big and God, thick, and he's my friend, damn it. Super thick, and this is just oh, a yeah. big boy. <laughs> 
he does look like, as the kids would say, an absolute unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's an oh lord, he coming. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Godzilla. Yep. Oh lord. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. It, it's. <laughs> He's been eating well. <laughs> I feel good for Godzilla. Yeah, he eats rather well in this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I have kind of a new movie too to break up because I think you got other things. Yeah, to yeah talk about. go ahead. My oh, other two do. things are, are yeah. fast. Um, so I I saw the movie Booksmart, which Book is also Smart. a new. Oh. So Booksmart's a little weird. It's another one of those things, sort of like uh, Annihilation, where it's like, hey, United States, please go to the theater for this. Everyone else is like, Netflix, motherfuckers, day right. one, here you go. Yeah. So mm. it just it's one of those. Okay. But um, yeah. So it's on the surface, you could very easily describe this movie as uh, female super bad. Like role, you know, gender reversed, super bad. Uh-huh. But it's more than that. Like it's it's a, it's got more heart than that. Like super bad's kind of like, yeah, party, you know, fuck things and you know make jokes. You know what I mean? It's like there's not much going. There's not anything really deeper going on in super bad. It's like by the end of the movie, it's just like, yeah, I, I guess they they fucked. <laughs> yes, um, you're right. Or they're gonna, yeah. But um, <laughs> this one's like got a lot more heart to it than that. Uh, it's the directorial debut of Olivia Wilde. Uh, so of course her her husband's in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis is there. Okay, still don't understand that one. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's funny he in a very grumpy laugh. way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a super cute movie, and like it's 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 one of those weird movies. I, I think it's sort of like how you describe Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't know what I was expecting out of this movie. Um, it's just the way it starts. I was like. I don't know what this movie is. And yeah. I, I wasn't sure I was on board. And then it's like the first really good bit happened. And I was like, okay. And it was just like, from then I was just like, I shifted my brain. I don't know. I didn't really have mean to have preconceptions about this movie. It was just like, Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize this was going to be like, it, it's like, it's raunchy comedy mixed with like some heartwarming shit. So it's like, it's this fine line of, of between super bad. And I, I can't even think, I mean, I don't want to say it cause it's, it, a lot of people here might probably have never seen it and still think it's pretentious, but like sensibilities of like something like garden state. I know that's like a little bit older than high school stuff, but I'm just saying like, there's this like, Oh, there's actually like touching heartwarming things. And then like, you know, vomit jokes and stuff like that over sure. here. But yeah, it's, it's super cute and funny. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's real good. And like, I mean, I would say something like the 40 year old virgin is raunchy, but also has a undercurrent of this one's a little sweeter than that. Like that, that I understand like that has, more go. I get what you're saying. Like yeah. that, that's. I mean, that's kind of Judd Apatow prime movies in right. general. There's always like something. It's like, yeah, dick jokes, but also like I'm going to try to hit we you. We are in the friends field. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right. but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I I thought it was super cute and fun. Um, I I would highly recommend it. Okay, but um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like comedies you just can't really talk about anything in them because it's better to just experience. Oh my them. god, this joke! You yeah, guys. <laughs> it's like I can't really point out any one particular thing um yeah i don't know i don't know. I, just, I have like nothing else to say about it but, okay i mean for for a, a cast of like mostly on you know mostly unknown especially to me mm-hmm. um i thought everybody and it was really good like like top to bottom like solid solid cast all right yeah hmm. yeah well, i'm uh, glad you saw it in the theater because a lot of people on twitter were mad at me for not going to see it in the theater right yeah, it's one of those movies where it's like 12 people see it and they're like, you have to go see this. And everyone's like, yeah, it, it's Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> there was this movement on Twitter for the, just like, got to go see Scott Pilgrim. And it was just like, back the fuck off. I will do what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen that happen with Booksmart. People were yep. just like, 
to the point where they rally against whatever the other movie is opening against Booksmart. Yeah. It's like, don't go see that. It's like, well, you didn't see it. Yeah, so. It's like, it's John Wick. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go fucking see it. Yeah, fuck you. Shut, Shut up. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a John Dude. Wick and a Godzilla and um, yeah. Aladdin. I mean, there's so much shit there's I haven't Aladdin. seen. Aladdin. <laughs> there's and Aladdin. There's like, there's several big movies I've missed here re- recently where I was like, I need to get around and see that. And it's like, I just don't. Yeah. Rocket Man. Rocket Man is out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so, uh, the other two things I watched, so all these things came out on the same day and I took work off to have a day <laughs> of entertainment because it was just like, I, there's, I can't delay these things. These are all As must watch things. Revenge for your ruined day of entertainment. Yes. Um, so, uh, when I got up Friday morning, uh, Amazon had put up all six episodes of Good Omens, which is a Neil Gaiman book turned into an Amazon well, li- limited series. Terry Pratchett too, right? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. They co-wrote, co-wrote. it. Um, so it's six episodes. It's a finite story and it's fucking great. Um, I, I have is it I have... just going to be that six episodes? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's okay. only one book. They cover all the book stuff in the six episodes. That's it. They're out. Yeah, I have a feeling that's going to be the next thing I watch just because there's things I want to step into, but they're much longer. And I'm like, I should probably just do this because it's finite. It's a, it's a super easy watch. It is... While it's plot heavy and universe building, none of that really matters. You're just kind of there for the jokes of which there are many. And for fans of David Tennant, of who I think we all are, uh, he is at peak David Tennant-ness in this. Like, it is basically Doctor Who, David Tennant, going for it. Um, Also, if you like the sort of new comedic turn that John Hamm has taken where he just kind of looks confused at everything and then kind of acts goofy, you get that. I mean, I, I'm i surprised I didn't take a day off work because, I mean, you've got, like, three of my favorite actors. I mean, because I think Michael Sheen's fan, like, yes. super underrated, too. Yep. He's he's more of the straight guy in this, but he is very critical to all of the things that are, like, it's nothing without him. Yeah. Like, he needs to be in this. And it is, it is well-crafted. It is smart. It is, it's, there's a lot going on there. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, world ending kind of story none of that really matters it, it, you don't feel like there are stakes you know everything's going to work out but you are there for jokes and just quirky moments and cool stuff and you get a lot of that okay um so it's really great uh and then that night hbo premiered the 15 years in the making deadwood movie mm. uh which <laughs> If you've seen the third season of Deadwood, you realize that you need a Deadwood movie because season three of Deadwood just kind of ended like, okay, we'll see you in season four. And there wasn't one. So for like 15 years, people have been like, uh, you need to wrap some shit up. They don't. <laughs> okay. But mm-hmm. it's still kind of a satisfying, like it's better than where it left it. It It's not like get the gang back together and you know crazy events happen and then you know that's the end of it it's there's some stuff that gets resolved and some stuff that gets sort of like if they were going to do a fourth season you could see how they just kind of time condensed a bunch of plot lines into like a few scenes but i was amazed how easy it was to slip back into that world how long has it been 15 years 15 years i believe so i think it went off in oh four i want to say maybe wow yeah Maybe a little, maybe a little less than that, but it's it, over ten at least. I know that, um, but yeah, it's like it. It's like that universe kept going. 
mm-hmm. is the best way to describe it. Like it kept going and we just didn't get to see any no, of we're it. We're just checking in. And we just like plop back in. Nothing looks wrong. Like all the sets are rebuilt exactly how they should be. You, you feel instantly comfortable when it starts mm-hmm. and it doesn't start with any kind of like previously on Deadwood thing. Like you thought it would like it's you need to ease us back into this. It just you're in and it goes. There's a hint throughout it of some flashbacks to stuff that happened at the end of season three that they actually flash back to footage from season mm-hmm. three. But it's it's just kind of lightly peppered in. It's not obnoxious. And it's I mean, it's very entertaining. It it you you realize why that show was so good. Is it telling its own like one movie story? No. Or is it just like this is kind of a longer episode? There's there's a theme about it which is basically like the 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 they the, the state has statehood. Like congratulations, mm-hmm. you're now a state. Um and so the way it was pitched it seemed like everyone comes back to town to celebrate statehood. No, only like two people come back to town. Everyone else stayed there. No mm-hmm. one left. They are all just staying there, living their lives, and nothing changed with them. So you just slip right back in, and it's not confusing at all. It's mm-hmm. You feel instantly comfortable with it. And it had been at least 10 years since I saw the end of season three. And it, I mean, it. one, you should watch Deadwood. You should watch the first three seasons mm-hmm. of Deadwood, and then you should watch this movie. So that is that is me out there reminding people that Deadwood exists, and you should watch it. I will. Yeah. When I finish a short, very, you know, bite-sized show. Yeah. So Jen and I need to get on it. She loves westerns, so. Yep. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed I watched any Westworld before watching Deadwood at this point, because, like, everything I've heard about, just why bother with Westworld? Yeah, but then they ran that trailer for season three of Westworld, and I think I'm back in. I need to watch that. You haven't seen the trailer for season no. three? Okay. It's... The thing that got me was that it w- it wasn't a trailer for season three. It was just, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And they don't make it seem like it's a Westworld thing until the last second. And then you're like, ah, shit, I'm back in. <laughs> yeah, all I saw is I, when they ended Game of Thrones and HBO's like, please, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> we have all these shows. Please watch at least one of them. My God, we're begging you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like one shot of Bernard and, uh, and Dolores mm-hmm. like in you know, outside the Westworld. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I hope it's not all outside Westworld. Cause it's kind of like the matrix movies where it's like, man, people can do some cool shit in the matrix. Let's spend most of our time outside the matrix. Yeah. I'll just say, if you watch that trailer, it's outside the fucking, it's all, it's all out. The trailer is all outside, but the trailer is selling this show of like, man, what's this show? This show looks fucking dope. It's Aaron Paul and a bunch of near future shit. What's going on? Oh, Aaron Paul's in it? Yeah. It looks like some near future Aaron Paul sci-fi show. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in on this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, it's Westworld season three. And you're like, oh shit, I'm back in now. Yeah, that's like next year, isn't it? Yeah, it's a ways away. Yeah. Then again, the wait between Game of Thrones seasons went quicker than I thought it would. Yeah. So uh, the Watchmen show comes out this fall, so. Now, is that supposed to be taking place after the movie? Is that my mm-hmm. understanding of it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it's it's basically all like what happened after the journalist found Rorschach's journal and yeah. all that fallout stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and, 15 years later or something. Like yeah. That. It's like, like real time from when the movie. Yeah, because from the previews, I was just like, I don't understand anything that's happening in this I show didn't either. I had to look it up, but I don't know. I like a lot of people in that. And 
I know you didn't see the leftovers, but the lost guy redeemed himself with the leftovers, and so I'm hopeful. Because mm-hmm. God, leftovers is so good. Mm. A lot of good HBO <laughs> I need to catch up on. Yeah. When I can watch TV again. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. All right. I like you anything else? BJ? No. I don't got anything. All right. Not a single thing. Uh, no. All right. Okay. Well, contact info then? Sure. Or do we have any? We don't have any correspondence? Nah. nah. All right. Nah. Nah. Not Con- this week. Contact not doing bums. It. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not happening this week. Well, if you want to uh, fill up our mailbags. Um, yeah, mailbag. BMF at bmfcast.com. If you want to fill up our voicemail bags, 9105 Jocks BMF or 9105569263. If you want to uh, do other related Banffcast things on other related Banffcast websites, go to banffcast.com. That's B M F C A S T.com and click all the buttons on the right hand side, which at will take once. you to all the places. <laughs> yeah, at once. Get. 18 mouse cursors and click all of the buttons. Just punch your keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of those, uh, well, a couple of those links that I will call out in particular are the Patreon, uh, which is how we support ourselves here at the BAMFCast. Uh, if you want to go there directly, patreon.com slash BMFCast. Uh, drop some money in the tip jar monthly and we will reward you with copious amounts of extra product. Content. Content. <laughs> product. Commodities. Uh, yes. Mm. If you want an actual like commodity thing that you can wear on your body, uh, go to bearsuitstudios.bigcartel.com and you can get your very own limited edition Banffcast shirt in super cool silver print on a super smooth black t-shirt. It will cover your body. Smoothly. It's a comfortable fucking shirt. It is. I just have to say that every time I'm reminded of that shirt because... Those next level shirts that we that we get are next level. Next fucking level, man. Yeah, man. No, they are they are really nice. They are they're light and smooth, like a, like us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are light. We we big boys. We're um, all hairy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all got Zillas now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chonky. Oh, oh lord. We coming. We coming. <laughs> Uh, oh, the fucking um, internet. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we're just, the internet has just turned into garbage memetics. Um, <laughs> but for for serious, like, it's a black t-shirt, but you can wear it in the summer sun, and you will not overheat because it is a super nice light t-shirt. Yep. Um, if you are breathes. out of this, if you are out of the country, please email us uh, for shipping information. Uh, the t-shirt is. We basically dial the shirt back to cost and then add the international shipping to that, whereas the other shirts have shipping built into the price. That's so right. The They're, shirt is a little cheaper. The shirts are 20 bucks, including shipping in yes. the United States. So um, if you're international, we will we are going to do our best to not rake you over the coals for that. Yeah, um, yeah we'll sell you the shirt at cost, which is less than 20 bucks, And then yeah. because we realized that airmail is just a fucking... Yeah, I mean, granted, you are taking a thing from one side of the earth to the other. I'm surprised That's it's easy. that cheap, but you know, yeah, fifteen dollars to ship it to Australia or whatever is yeah. yeah. You just hook that to like a dirigible and push it, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's put it in a bottle and yeah. throw it in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get there. Put it on the next steamship to Australia. <laughs> we have our shirt pigeons. Just fly them over, shigeons, if you will. <laughs> right. Um, 
when everyone's doing a balloon race around the world. Just here, right. take this shirt to Bill. <laughs> Captain Pennyfarthing. <laughs> take this t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Pennyfarthing. Uh, anyway, those are all the contact information things. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Cool. Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs> <laughs>